This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. The Lord is good. All right, let's bow our heads to the message of today. Father, we bless you, worship you for the entrance of the world. Bring forth knowledge, understanding, and give it light. This morning, let your light shine forth. Enlighten our spiritual eyes, ears, and minds of understanding to know you and the purpose of our creation for us to be better children of God. In Jesus' name we pray. The message is titled, Fighting the Good Fight of Faith. Fighting the Good Fight of Faith. Faith is a very important aspect of God's life. May we are going to come into this message, not the way you expect, but from another level of faith. Faith in standing with God and doing things the word of the Lord. And we're taking our message from the book of First Timothy chapter 6. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. And I read, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, where we die at also called, and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. The good fight of faith will empower you to lay hold on eternal life. Say, neighbor, the law shall fight for us this year. What does it mean to fight the good fight of faith? It means allowing God to direct us in the battles of life. Life is full of battles. Suppose say, hmm, I don't look for people's trouble, so I don't expect anybody to look for my trouble. Some will say, you know, I'm always doing good. I bless people. When people come to me, I help them. So I don't think I have an enemy. You even have more enemy than people who don't give. What does it mean to fight the good fight of faith? It means seeing the Lord as the commander-in-chief of your journey and battles of life. Seeing the Lord as the commander-in-chief of your journey and battles of life. Life is a journey. If you refuse to allow Jesus Christ to drive you to your point of destination, you never get to that eternal life in heaven. Suppose say, it is my life. No, it is not your life. Somebody paid the price for you, purchased you. If you keep on claiming it's my life, I can live in anyhow. One day, that question, they will ask you that question. Daddy, you, you might not even be able to raise one of your finger to feed yourself. The devil will come and ask you, shall we say it is your life? I have deceived you to believe it is your life. I can't leave it anyhow. No, it is never your life. Go and ask people who have died. Many of them who went through painful exit on this earth. Many of the occultic grandmasters, many people that thought they had power to kill, to do all kinds of wicked things, the way many of them died. Many cried for mercy. Unfortunately, mercy didn't look at many of them. They realized that there is another power greater than the power of Christ. And they began to cry, Jesus, son of David, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. There is a saying that so many people, their judgment has gone ahead of them to heaven. There is no mercy. I pray ours will not be that same story in Jesus' name. When the enemy turns you to a little vegetable, you know that this God is a great God. When you find yourself at a sick bed where you can't move any part of your body, you realize that this God is a great God. God gave you your body for you to serve in spirit and truth. He did not give you for you to tell him, it's my body. I can live the life I need have. No, you cannot live the life in need. Because a child of five years, six years in Wushaf Kingdom can just press one button and you're gone. One button from the Wushaf Kingdom, they will press you're gone. You sleep, you wake up every day. Do you know the millions of arrows that have been fired against you? 
Do you want to know the millions of arrows that were fired against you, but God did not allow it to happen? You wake up, you say, this life is my own. It is not your life. You are purchased. And Christ owns you. God formed man from dust of the air and breathed into man the breath of life. A man became a living soul. Man did not give himself life. Somebody gave you that life. If he didn't release that breath, that's why when the breath is withdrawn, the body becomes lifeless and you begin to hear ash to ash, dust to dust. It's important we tell ourselves the truth who we are, that we belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we need him in the journey of life. We need him. You cannot say that the Lord is your captain and commander-in-chief when you have a different warfare program on earth. You have a different program on earth, quite contrary to his program for us. You cannot have a different program. Any program different from the program of God amounts to hell fire. He that does not gather with me, sky trade. There is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. He that is not for me, is against me. No vacuum in the spiritual realm. The Bible is complete. You cannot rewrite it. He has served generations after generation. Even after a generation, it will still keep on serving until rapture comes. Every other book has been written, different version, improved version, latest version, different kind of upgraded version. But the Bible should remain the same and same and same. What does it mean to fight the good fight of faith? It means allowing God to fight for us spiritually and physically. Why? Open to Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Why must we allow God to fight for us spiritually and physically? Romans 8, 31 says, What shall we say to these things that are battles, that are issues of life, that are forces of life? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Unseen battles, unseen forces of life. No, 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 no. We need God. And we need God to be with us. We need God to be with us always. And as long as we have God with us, no matter the situation against us, one day they must bow. The Bible, it didn't say they won't come. After all, Satan in heaven, Lucifer rebelled against God himself. Who are you that the devil will not challenge? Devil will come against you. Calamity, reproach, and regret will come against you. Sicknesses will come against you. Straight to your lives, they will come. Lack, sabbath, stagnation, failure, and defeat will come against you. Procrastination, delay, disappointment will come against you. Sorrow, hatred, bewitchment will come. Poverty, demotion, and devourer will come. Despisement, mock rejection will come. They will come against you. People will come against you, spiritual, physical, monsters will come, they will come. They say, what shall we say against these things? Because they will come against you in the journey of life. In the battle of life, they will come against you. They say, what shall we say to all these things? And they say, if God is for us, these things can never be against us. And I prophesy to you this year, as long as you stand with God, forces against you must bow this year in Jesus' name. Amen. Battle didn't start today, it started in heaven. It started in heaven. They were demoted. They came down to earth. They would say, why is this thing happening to me? Why is this thing happening to me? It is happening because you are an overcomer. It is happening because God has given you what it takes for you to overcome that situation. But you need to submit to allow God to be with you. To overcome. There is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. There is no one leg out, one leg in. There is no season on the fence. It can be smarter than God. One man cannot see God sees. And you ask God for this. God is asking you. I said in my commandment are you obeying me? You are angry with God. God is even more angry with you. 
Some people get angry. Me, in fact, I'm angry with God. I'm angry with, I'm angry with everybody. God said, I'm even angry for allowing you to stay up to this day. I will allow the devil to finish you 10 years ago, 5 years ago, last year, last month, last night. I will allow the devil to take you away. Did I keep you awake? Did I keep you alive for you to wake up and challenge me? Meanwhile, you're not obeying me. And you want me to bless you. And I'm telling you what to put in order for me to bless you. Christians are living lives anyhow. It didn't start today. He's been there from heaven. Lucifer rebelled in heaven against God. Seed of rebellion had been in every generation up to this generation. What made God to wipe away the first world? Seed of rebellion against God. He raised water to flush away every creature, good grass, everything used water to flush him out. For 40 days, 40 nights, no generation came again. They cleared, wiped away godly people again until he decided to use Abraham. The devil walked is still working. The devil coming to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But God has come that will have life and have it more what? Abundant. So John 10 defines the commission of the devil to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came, redeemed mankind, and gave us back life in abundance. Most of us do not understand what it means to have abundant life. We look at it from the literal meaning. We think abundant life is month of money we have in our bank accounts. In Swiss accounts, in foreign accounts, in dollars and pounds, no. There are people I can tell you that have millions and pounds and dollars, but they don't have the peace you have today. I can tell you that. He walks freely on the street today. There are people who cannot walk freely on the streets. Not the rest of this world. There must be issues. But you need the faith of God in you to overcome those issues. You need the faith of God. He came, gave us back life in abundance. And that accounts for why his mercy is unlimited. I have come to give you life and life more abundant. His grace is so unlimited. His love is in abundance. His compassion is in abundance. His peace and joy are in abundance. They are in abundance. Psalm 16 verse 11. I might dwell in physical lack, but I might have abundant joy. Because I know that there is a divine promise coming my way. Why am I dwelling in abundant joy? Although I might not have Kubo now, but his prophecies are yes and amen. It's a question of time. Psalm 16 verse 11. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of what? Joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. In his presence you look at the path of life. In his presence your journey on earth will be directed. In his presence you overcome the battle of life. In his presence, there are so many blessings, fullness of peace, joy, prosperity. In his presence, there are pleasures. In his presence, something makes you to be extraordinary. I'm out on somebody. In his presence, something makes you to worship and you begin to cry. You are lost. In his presence, something makes you, you worship, you light, you prostrate. You kneel down. In his presence, all of a sudden, you begin to see vision. In his presence, unusual things happen. In his presence, you realize there's somebody really that is called God, and you feel the touch of that God for real. You feel the pleasures of heaven, a little of what heaven looks like. In his presence, you feel his awesome presence. He moves you around. You feel something beyond the ordinary, but you can't get it outside there with your millions. What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world? 
and lose his soul. You gain all the things and all the things you think you can grab and grab. Today, ash to ash, dust to dust. In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. In his presence, you will find the path of life, eternity in heaven. In his presence, you will find pleasures in abundance. In his presence, you will find fame. You will find wisdom. You will find favor, greatness in abundance. In his presence, the lame walk. They don't speak. In his presence, the deaf hear. Dead people resurrect. The unfruitful becomes fruitful. The weak become strong. The poor become rich. Because everything about life in Christ is in abundance. Eternity in heaven is in abundance because you live and live and live and live and live forever. Everything is in abundance in Christ. You live and live and live and live forever. Peter the apostle, they are still living. James, John, they are still living. How many years passed? More than, they are still living. More than 2,000 years ago, they are still living. It's not about 80 years, 100 years. They say you are too old, you don't let you die. They are still alive in eternity in heaven. Because there is abundance of everything in heaven. And that abundance is what he has brought for his children on earth. Abundance in Christ is a spiritual and physical affair. I may not have millions, but I have abundance peace. I may not have millions of pounds, dollars, euros. Naira, but right now I have abundance of joy in Christ. My joy and peace must not be tied to what I have physically. Shouldn't be tied to my physical wealth and physical achievements. Because there are people who had these millions, but they don't have peace and joy. They think abundance is in Naira, it's not in Naira. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Ungodly money causes pain. Ungodly achievement causes pain and denies you peace. But this from God. Our peace and joy must be connected to Lord Jesus Christ. Because we have a vision that says that we will never be poor. That we will never die prematurely. We have a vision that says that all must be well. That even though our expectation tarries, it must surely come to pass. We have a vision that says that God's blessings for us must surely manifest, whether the devil like it or not. To everything on this age, there is time, there is a season. Our peace and joy is connected to the great man called Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The great man that owns heaven and earth. Where God is able and mighty to open all the windows of heaven and cause his reign of abundance and reign of miracles to locate his children. This morning, the reign of miracles will locate you. As children of God, we must fight the good fight of faith to retain the abundant life God has given us when he paid the price through his precious blood on the cross of Calvary. There is no abundant life without Christ, but there is abundant damnation, pains and sufferings in hell with the devil. I pray that will not be our portion. Amen. First Corinthians 16 verse 9. So for a great door and effectually is open unto me and there are many what? Adversaries. There are adversaries everywhere out to stop us from enjoying the abundant life Christ has given to us. Even Apostle Paul acknowledged that. He said, great one effectually is open. But there are many adversaries. He said, many. Many spiritual conspiracies. Forces of darkness. We have adversaries in the spiritual and physical realm. Ancestral adversaries. Family adversaries in the form of household enemies. Family strong and strong man. Evil in laws. Wicked ones in the family. As you step out of your family's house, 
you encounter adversaries within your neighborhood, office or business arena. We have adversaries from Marine Wushaw Court to Water Spray Kingdoms. We have adversaries in form of demonic agent priests and diviners. Adversaries we must contend with through the good fight of faith. We have adversaries we must contend physically in form of armed robbers, kidnappers, ritualists, blood sucking and blood tasty human beings, rapists and assassins. Apostle Paul said, I found myself doing those things I said I won't do again. And those things I, I said I will do, I found myself not doing them. I say, who will save my soul? It's because there are forces that when your name is mentioned somewhere, you find yourself doing what you're not supposed to do. Put on the whole armor of God. Knock off all these things. Whatever they're calling my name forever. Holy Ghost, fire. So that when they make enchantment, they can't get you. Otherwise, you see yourself. You make a resolution and you see yourself going back to your vomit. You can't do it by a might of power. You cannot survive on this day by your might of power. He said, I will strengthen them in the Lord and they woke up and I in my whole name, in the name of Jesus. He said, it's not by might or power. Those that trust in the Lord shall renew their strength. It is the Lord. It's not by might or power. We must be careful. Blood sucking agent. Ephesians 6 12 says, for we reason not against blood, flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual weakness, in higher places. Presently, the forces of darkness are fighting to hinder us from enjoying the abundant life the Lord has blessed us with. We must fight the good fight of faith and lay hold to eternal life through holiness, righteousness, through godliness, through obedience and submission to the commandments of the Lord. We must fight the good fight of faith through prayer, through fasting, through love, through unity, peace of God, and alertness. The battle over the soul of believers, children of God, didn't start today in heaven. Lucifer caused one third of the angels to rebel against God. They lost. They were demoted to earth as Satan. On earth, he manifested deception and stole the mandate and authority of Adam and Eve. He stole and corrupted their souls. Adam and Eve lost what God blessed them with. He stole the soul of Cain and corrupted him to kill a bear, a godly child. The devil is always coming against anything that represents God. The seed that stands and recognizes God and represents God and worship God is always what the devil is coming after. He came against Abel. He corrupted godly seeds. God had to wipe away that generation and reestablish his covenant through Noah's generation. When the devil thought that he had succeeded in corrupting and defiling the world, God raised another God-fearing generation through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That covenant produced Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. His prophecies about a strange land of preservation was fulfilled through Joseph. Moses, the deliverer, took the children of Israel out of Egypt. And through Joshua's generation, the promised land was possessed. In the era of prophet Malachi, the world was again thrown into gross darkness by the devil through what is called the Dark Age Era. Abba Father, through the intervention of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, brought forth the redemption plan in Matthew with the coming on board of Jesus Christ to the earth. In order to silence and destroy this redemption plan and project, the devil killed and slaughtered millions of Jewish children from two years down. But Jesus Christ was always ahead of him. The law will always position you ahead of your enemies in 2019. Yeah. 
When they thought they had killed and silenced the life and vision and voice of Christ, his voice went round the whole world and beyond, even unto the uttermost part of the world, through his disciples. Today, there is nowhere in this world that the voice of Christ is not being heard. Even the cleaning of the apostles didn't stop the spirit, the life, the vision, and the voice of Christ from spreading all over the world. Unfortunately, the devil does not get tired in his commission. The evil devices will never prosper. As children of God and product of faith, we must fight the good fight of faith. We must recognize who we are in Christ. We must recognize why we are called and set on a journey in this world. Jeremiah 51 verse 20 says, You are God's battle axe and weapons of what? War. He said, With you I will break in pieces nations. With you I will destroy kingdoms. Every kingdom rising up against children of God and the peace of this nation must go down. Amen. Many of us do not know who we are in Christ. He said, Behold, I have given you the power to throw upon serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy and nothing shall but enemies hurt you. We are anointed and empowered to trade upon principalities and powers, to trade upon spiritual wickedness in high places, to trade upon serpents and scorpions, to trade upon unseen forces, because at the name of Jesus, they must bow. We are given the keys of kingdom of heaven by reason of his word in Matthew 16, verse 19. We are empowered to exercise the keys of authority over forces of life, over unfavorable situations, that whatever thing we declare here, heaven will allow. And whatever we disallow here, heaven will disallow. Because we have the authority. He said, well, yes, we can do all things. Philippians declared we can do all things. If you can do all things, will you shout hallelujah? We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Ten spies said we cannot. But two spies said, yes, we can. God is not moved by multitude. By, by a humble mind. A humble cry. That's why he said, where two or three are gathered in my name. He's not saying, where one thousand are gathered. He said, where I have agreement of two or three, I will move mountains. Are you going to be among the Joshua and Caleb generation, or are you going to be against? Stand to your feet. Father, we ask. He said, if you are children that are called by your name, shall humble themselves, seek and pray, you will hear us. Hear us this morning, Lord. We need your help. We cannot help ourselves. Where the power of man stops is where their power begins. Those things we cannot handle, Father, help us. We need your deliverance. Liberation from sin, from flesh. All works of flesh, we need total deliverance this morning. Even those things we say, it's little sin, there is no little sin. We need deliverance from all of them. There is no sin that is little sin, is sin. We ask for your mercy. Help us, Lord. Oh yes, after the new foundation, Father, you brought forth rain. We ask for reign of holiness. Reign of holiness. Reign of righteousness. Reign of godliness. Let it be outpouring of your reign. Reign of cleansing and purging. Let there be reign of love, Lord. Reign of love. Reign of unity. Reign of agreement. Reign of peace. Reign of joy. Reign of gratitude. Reign of love. Yes. For us to speak in one voice. Yes, Lord. Reign of mercy this morning. We need your mercy. All have sinned and fallen short of your glory. The only reign we need is your reign of mercy. Because we know once we have your mercy, we have everything. Your mercy is the key to everything we need. Your mercy is the key 
to all our desires. We need your mercy this morning. We ask for that reign of mercy, reign of grace. Because when we are in position of your mercy, we have your love. When you are in position of your mercy, we have your peace. We have your joy. We have unity and love. We desire that mercy. Open the floodgate of mercy this morning. Mercy that goes with grace. We look forward to your mighty hand of mercy. Mighty hand of grace. That is what we need. That is what we need all the days of our life. We can do nothing in our own might or power. For it's not by might or power, but by our spirits. This morning we call upon you, Lord. We need your mercy. We need your mercy, Lord. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your grace. And we know that by reason of your mercy, our destinies are here. Spiritual healing is our portion. We are here physically. We are here financially. We are healed health-wise. We are healed maritally. Our heart desires will receive healing. Thank you, Lord, for the new foundation you are built in the church. The foundation of fear of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory. That the foundation you have built this morning shall be permanent. In our lives. In the church. In our families. In all we do. Your name must be reverence. No power can share the glory of our lives. Only you will be glorified. In our lives. And in this church. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.